everyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Colt and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Welcome, everyone, all listeners here and there and everywhere, all across the land. This is the Men Church Stuff Podcast. I am one of your hosts, DJ Colt, as always, here with my beloved brother-in-law, Brad Coleman. Brad, happy day of weddings. We're actually doing this on time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Wednesday. We did it, Brad. We did it. <laughs> it's been a while. It has been. <laughs> um. Dude, it's uh Thanksgiving is next week, man. And I can definitely tell you that my motivation to push hard and fast is drastically deteriorating. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm going down fast. <laughs> um when is a uh, when when I know it like so as a senior pastor, when does that kind of slow down for you? <clears throat> When does what slow down? <laughs> slow down? I thought we had an episode about that already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's like if we're talking about like motivation and drive, I think as a person with ADHD um, <laughs> who struggles, it, it sometimes it's moment to moment. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Let's go attack it and take it down. Oh, I didn't realize it was this far. Oh. Squirrel. How about we go over there? You want to go fishing? Like, seriously, I'm on my way to a meeting um, to Monday. Yeah, Monday or two. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even remember. Yeah, right. yeah. One of the days before Wednesday uh, this week, <clears throat> I was on my way to a meeting. Uh-huh. It's about a 35-minute drive. So it's just me and the good Lord. Uh huh. And I'm praying, and I just realized probably about 20, 25 minutes into the drive, I am like just swapping through channels. I'm like, that's the way my mind is right now. Like I'm praying, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I mean, we're talking about that for about a minute and a half, then three minutes, and uh, let's uh, isn't that a commercial? I interrupt this broadcast with a broadcast interruption. Yeah, for this interruption, for this, and then I go <laughs> try to go back to center. And I'm like, all right, God, we're talking, and what we were talking about. And <laughs> there's seven trains on this little rail, and uh, yeah, right, and they're all stacked on top of each other, trying, yeah, like, like, trying to vie for position. Like, one's on, upside down, and, <laughs> and the only one rolling in the right direction with steam uh, is empty. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, it's like there's no. There's no way. There's no purpose. There's no wrong reason. So, yeah. Sometimes it's time of day. I I think for me, motivation and and focus are certainly things that I have to constantly be working. What? Well, like I read this thing about 
the natural sugars because I don't do sugars. But so like right before I come uh-huh. to the podcast, so I could try things straighter down in some pineapple juice and a banana. Because <laughs> they were like, oh, if you got ADHD and you got these executive dysfunctions, then, <laughs> you know, you need some some good sugars in there to help you focus. So I'm like, all right, pineapple juice and a banana it is. There you go, listeners. If you want to crank up a podcast, there's the diet, the recommended podcasting diet. Yeah. Drink Just banana juice. juice or pineapple juice and eat a banana. And I'm like, what are we talking about again? Yeah. <laughs> so my apologies if this podcast goes completely right, because I haven't had pineapple juice or a banana. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee right now. So, <laughs> Well, we all know um, I've had my share of that, too. So, yeah, right. So, uh. Yeah, today's topic has been one. I just love this story, Brad. I don't know. I, I think I think what <laughs> what I really um, grasped grasped the most, and kind of what sort of um, uh, ingrained it into into the, like the the category of one of the, one of my favorite Bible stories mm-hmm. um, was that we never learn really about the sower, but. You know, so the parable of the sower is one of my is really one of my favorite Bible stories um, or parables, I suppose. It's not really a Bible story. I mean, it is, but <laughs> we won't we won't we won't split hairs. But uh, yeah, like just the idea of of sowing seeds and spreading seeds and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but. Uh, yeah, when it comes to parable of sower. Um, so Luke eight. Uh, as a large crowd was gathering and people were flocking to him from every town, he said, "He Jesus said in a parable, a sower went out to sow a seed. As he was sowing, some fell along the path. It was trampled on, and the birds of the sky ate it up. The other seed, other seed fell on the rock. When it sprang up, it withered since it lacked moisture. Other seed fell among thorns. The thorns sprang up with it and choked it. Still other seeds, still other seed fell on good ground. When it sprang up, it produced a crop 100 times what was sown. And then he and then he said and he called out anyone who has ears to hear should listen. I find it odd that he ended that. Shouldn't he have like started that? Like if you have ears, listen and then told the parable. (laughs) So, hey, hey, Brad, isn't it right after that, though, that Peter or one of the apostles goes, what does it mean? Hey, what does all that mean? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yes, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what that's right. But no, the again, the 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 one of the main reasons why Parable of Sower is is one of my favorite Bible stories is because I love the fact that we never know anything about the sower. I love the fact that like there's technically there's technically five things at play here. There's the four situations where the seed falls, but the fifth category that that I've never, I've not heard a lot of people talk about is the sower, um, the sower himself or herself, you know, person self. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I, uh, I just love the idea of not focusing, obviously not focusing like all of our conversation today on just the sower, but I love the idea of, um, of thinking about us sowing seeds rather than thinking only about the seed itself. What like before we and really before we dig into anything, what do you think about that? Like what what's your what's your prerogative on that on that perspective? On who the sower is? 
On the focus on the seller? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, yeah. Because, hmm. I, I mean, I definitely, we're, we're sowers, right? God uses that illustration. You know, he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. And obviously, you, you know, I, he's, you've, you've got the gospel there, which is being presented, I think, in, in the parable as Jesus kind of meshes it out. So here's my division. Like sometimes I'm like, well, it's Jesus, but mm. then it's us. Okay. But when we're when when we're saved, now we're called to be the, the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. Uh huh. So yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's both. It Correct. Both. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. T I. I. I see. And, I, and I'm trying to I'm trying to think of when I really kind of started conceptualize this, but Brad, I think I was in I don't know maybe maybe late high school or early college when I was part of a conversation. I don't I don't know listeners you know depending on what generation generation you are you might remember. Um, and Brad, tell me if 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 you remember this. It seemed like there was this kind of steady stream of 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 like Christian topics. Lot of, like kind of sermon sermony type stuff that was coming through in the late nineties, early two thousands, that really kind of focused everybody's attention on the fact that when when you when you share the 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 love of Christ, and whether that be in your lifestyle or if you actually have like a sit down conversation where you're talking blatantly about the, it could be salvation or gospel, this gospel that whatever the case is, whenever you share the love of Christ most oftentimes you don't see, you don't actually bear witness to the fruit of that particular type of conversation. I don't know if you like, do you remember sort of that? Like there was this narrative that was kind of coming through um, the, the, the church scene again, from my memory serves me correctly, late nineties, early two thousands, that, that topic came up a lot. Um, and I, I think it was during then that I remember thinking about this particular story because when you throw the seed out, the sower in this particular category, the sower doesn't doesn't turn around and farm it. You know, he just he scatters the seed and keeps going. Well, so <clears throat> we also there's the other scripture which talks about how one sows, one waters, but God gives the increase. Right? Yeah. Uh, where is that? GD, anyway. I just put me out. Like, no, 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 right I'm going to look that up. I'll look that up. All right. So, one waters. God gives increase. Cool. Here we go. Yeah. First Corinthians 3 6 through 8. Awesome. So, so not the gospel. First, yeah, Paul, Paul. Jesus said it through Paul. The Holy Jesus Spirit said it, said it through um, <laughs> in the Bible. There you go. I don't always know the address, but yeah, but you know, know it's there. Definitely. I know who lives there. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be able to pull it up so I can see it. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I didn't pull it up. So, you know, if you're going to read it, read it. If not, you know, it's just, again, one plants, one waters, and God gives the increase. The, the point yep. is, you know, um, oftentimes with that, we, we have more than one person who is yeah. pouring into somebody's life. Right. Um, and there's seasons, you know, there's some, sometimes God brings people into our life for a moment. Sometimes God 
brings people into our life for a season. Yeah. Um, and sometimes God brings people into our life for the rest of our life. Um, over the rest of theirs. Uh, so, and, and, those, and that season may be a short season. It may be a long season or it may be, you know, a season that is a few seasons. But I think that when I look back over ministry, yeah, when I look, look back over my life with Christ, even like, you know, I was accepted Christ when I was 13 and grew up in church, but committed my life to Jesus. Accepted yeah. his invitation when I was 13 years old. And, you know, sought to, especially as I got into high school and, and later in high school, really be active in trying to share my faith and try to live out my faith. Yeah. Um, I used to think that meant I needed to wear a Christian T-shirt all the time. Um, so I did that a lot. Nothing against Christian t-shirts. They're great. Um, but what about the change? Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. the difference? I heard that yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so t-shirts are all well and good. Nothing against Christian t-shirts. Can... Anyway, losing my train of thought now. Maybe another banana is what I need. Um, <laughs> more pineapple juice. More pineapple juice. People who so, water for a season. Yeah. So... So I think when we we look at that, we we have to acknowledge that that God is the one orchestrating the story. Yeah, and sometimes we can think it's us, and I think that's where I get in trouble because mm-hmm. when I start thinking it's me, well, what comes with that? The weight of the responsibility yeah. of making sure, and that's where I think sometimes we mess up because we. We need to preach the gospel. We need to share the gospel. But um, not every day is going to be like um, when the missionaries go to China, right? And the church in China, you have this pastor who's going over to to minister to and to teach uh, people to minister. So he's essentially being a Paul and yep. going into yep. an Ephesus. Yeah. And, yeah. and here are these people that 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 have been accepted the gospel, but now they're like, you're going to leave and we need all the information you can give us. And like, I heard of this one pastor who like, he's like, we spent from like eight in the morning till basically like with like two little breaks to go to the bathroom and grab a quick bite to eat. That was right there until like well into the evening because they were just like, no, you got to keep teaching us. Yeah. Right. Like I I wanted to stop, but they're like, no, you've got like, you're leaving. So you (laughs) got to train us in in this so we can teach others. You got to tell us we got to go from Genesis to to revelation. Like we got to get, we got to get through all this. Dude, that's a really solid point on on like the difference between the kind of land that mm-hmm. that God has you cultivate. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just, so, you know, there's there's certainly in times like that. Yeah. You're you're intense. You're, you're getting a lot of stuff. Now. What if, what if you're in a sophomore in high school and you want to share your faith with your your buddy who hasn't grown up in church? Right inviting him over on Saturday so that you can go from Genesis to revelation with him is probably not 
that idea. The, the, yeah. the, or it's probably not the best way to, to, to go through. That's right. Um, yeah. He's probably going to be like never going to his house again. Right. You know, and so, but I think again, soil is important too. When I, even when I thought you were reading it, you know, that's that scripture. And so even as you were reading that and I'm listening to this scripture that I've read many times that I've preached right. on, <laughs> I'm yeah. going, you know what? And some people are like, oh yeah, I noticed that the first time. He's on the way to plant when these seeds are falling out. Some of them. He's not intentionally planting on the pavement, but seeds are being, but seeds are, are falling. It's not intentionally, yeah. you know, on the, on the rock. He's not intentionally doing it. And, and, and so those, those seeds are, are falling out. And yeah, so they need the good soil. Yeah. So now if you got a friend who's like, man, I've, I've never been to church and I want to know everything. <laughs> Can I come over on Saturday and you just, just, then by all means, go from as yeah, much yeah, as say you yes, want. right, sure. <laughs> Even more than you want to give, just just give like man, amen, or, or, or hey, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's start doing a Bible study together. Let's let's walk through a book of the Bible together. Let's let's find a good solid resource, yeah, to to kind of help us mesh through some of these stories. Let's let's grab some other guys in, right? Well, let's just get together and read it, yeah, and talk about it, you know. And so, but I think. Back to my point, sometimes we feel the weight of like, okay, I'm never going to see this person again. So, or potentially, so I better get them to a salvation place right now. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I, I'm, and I think I hear this is where you're going, but I'm not, I'm not a fan of of that kind. I mean, I suppose the word we we need to use at this point is evangelism, but like I, I'm just not a fan of that <laughs> that 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 approach. Not to say that it's wrong. It just seems very forced. And and I think I think it's probably more my style than it is the approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, my style is very much relational. My style's like kind of like a like for lack of a better term, almost like a crock pot mm-hmm. where it's you, it simmers, it slows, it cooks over time, <clears throat> and you may even need to tend to it a little bit, you know, um, as it cooks. And so, I'm it's, not, you know, I'm not, the, I'm not the microwave guy. So, right. And, and now here's here's the thing. I I tend to be more relational. I think too. Now we just got to be careful. We don't use that as an excuse. Now and because that's it's true. Easy, yeah. It's easier on the relational <laughs> side of evangelism for us to make the excuse, well, I'm yeah. planting seeds and not get to sharing the actual message of the gospel right. uh, as we're going over time or when the whole uh, here's the big thing too. Again, who's who's supposed to be directing when the Holy Spirit prompts us to? Yeah. The Holy Spirit that's goes, right. Hey, yeah. Hey, now's the time. And because we've been praying. And we've been asking God, help me to know how to, how to share this. Because, right. and, and some of us got different personalities too. Like I always said about my dad, my dad, could I, like he just had such this, this persona and charisma and just caringness. That, I mean, he looked like Santa Claus, you know, his <laughs> beard hadn't turned white, but, you know, he had, had a little beard pudgy little belly, little short, bald guy, <laughs> big smile, you know, bright eyes. And 
I used to say, you know, he, I think my dad could walked up to somebody he'd never seen before and been, Hey, you're going to hell. And they'd have been like, thank you for caring enough to let me know. That's not the way that, that personality. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, that's not the way my dad approached evangelism. Don't, don't get, don't people get confused. I'm saying like, but to me, like when you yeah, were talking yeah. to my dad, he was there, he was yeah. all there. He wasn't wandering around somewhere else. He wasn't right off in something else. When he was talking to you, you knew he was listening to you. Right. He was looking you in the eyes. And, and, and to me, the way I felt was like everybody else disappeared. It was just me and him. Yeah. And, and I saw him interact with other people and the grace that, that he did. So my, my dad could go up, my dad would come up and go, Hey, is there anything I can pray for you for? He'd see somebody. I remember, I remember, I think I talked about this on an episode. I remember him. We're walking out of the courthouse because we had to like get something done. You know, you got to go to yeah. the courthouse and get those registrations or whatever. Sure. Wherever it was. <laughs> and there's an, there's me and my mom and my dad and my brother, all of us. And me and my brother are young. And there's this old guy sitting on a bench. Looks like he just lost everything. I don't know. Like he just looks really sad. And my dad like said something to my mom. He's like, I'll meet you outside. Or, you know, I'll meet you outside. You all go on outside. And so we go on outside. I don't know. I was probably like eight or 10. And I l- remember looking at my mom and going, who is that guy? How, and how does dad know him? Uh-huh. And and she said, I don't know. And he doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, you know, and so when my dad comes out, I ask him. And I was like, you know, why, why did you do that? He's like, well, you know, he just really looked like he needed somebody to talk to. So I just, I just sat down and said, hey, uh, you know, is there anything I can pray for you about? And, you know, anything mm-hmm. you want to talk about? Yeah. And I don't know. My dad probably spent like 10 minutes in there. Right. With this guy. I, I don't know who that guy was. I don't know if my dad ever saw him again. But my dad, and again, I, I don't want to just come out and say, don't do this. Because, again, there, that's what we're talking about. There's methodology. Yeah, yeah. And there's the gospel. Don't change the gospel. Right. If you change the method by which we're presenting it, whether we're like, okay, this is a hardcore, like, university, boom, we're jumping in theologically as deep as we can. Or yeah. if you're hey, like, Jesus died on the cross, paid for your sins, he rose again, and he is the son of God. And, you know, you need to believe that of your sins which means to turn to him <laughs> right his forgiveness and accept his invitation to be his family or we can talk about justification and sanctification yeah, and right. sure, glorification sure. and all those other ifications um yeah. so you know the track ministry there's you know the, and stuff like the gideons putting bibles putting god's word out there right yeah you know one of the big things that that they do is they get the word out into places or they hand out Bibles and they've had so many stories of success, right? right. Be- because the word's getting out there. I've heard so many things about people who did do track ministries who, who've, who have seen fruit. I heard one story of a guy who he lived in this town where basically it was a Harbor. So he, he never saw people twice for the most part. And so what did he do? He had this track ministry and he, yeah, every yeah. day, all these new people and he'd hand it out and he'd hand it out. And 
And as the story goes, if I remember right, it was like 20 years and he never saw any fruit. Never saw any fruit. But for 20 years, he did this. Yeah. Like diligently. That was, this, I'm, I'm getting the message out. And man, how many days he must have felt like stopping. And I don't remember exactly, but but it was like, maybe your dad even told me the story. I don't know what to ask him. Um, there was like a guy that was a military chaplain who became a military chaplain because he had gone through that Harbor. Yeah. The yeah. guy had given him the track. He ended up accepting Jesus. That was the, the seed that, that bloomed and yeah. then became a military chaplain and had led lots and lots of people to faith. Yeah. Yeah. So, so dude, that's a, like, that's, and that's, that's, I think that's my, my attraction to this particular parable is looking more at the sower than the four categories of the seed, because like, I think it's, I think it's legit for, for us who are, you know, as you were mentioning, who are scared about, um, about sharing the gospel really kind of in any capacity under, under the pretense of like, I don't know, I don't know who this person is. I don't know. I don't know what their background is. What am I supposed to say? It's, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's kind of cheating the system if if you think well why is the sower just throwing seed why doesn't he only look for the good ground like you know like just if you see if you see rocky soil don't throw seed in the rocks don't throw seed in, mm -hmm. in the in the weeds just go to the good soil but here's the thing i mean us as us as people like i mean we we don't know we don't know who number one we don't know who um, the like the people are and the the condition that their heart is in are they good ground are they rocky ground are they thorny ground whatever number right. two number two and I and I love this idea that not only do we not know that we don't know if the ground that they're like metaphorically the ground that their that their heart is in whether or not it has changed from being thorny ground to good ground you know what I mean so yeah. like the 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 idea of us of us tossing seeds out. Mm -hmm. in, in again in its metaphor i love the idea because at some point in time i know for a fact that our seeds are going to land on on good ground like the like what we do in in the name of christ is in fact mm -hmm. going to land in good soil um but again i think the attraction to me about this particular story is that and and I don't, I don't know where you land on this, Brad, but like, it's not a question of whether or not we can be the sower. Mm. We are going to throw seeds. There's, I don't think in my opinion, <laughs> what kind of seed are you throwing? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing that we can get around to prevent us from having some sort of influence and impact on people around us. You can't get around it. Um, that's actually one of the things that I love telling my students a lot about you know, um, if uh, if I'm if I'm as you know, as listeners, if you knew the show, I, I teach music education at the collegiate level, um, and and so essentially not 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 teaching students what to teach, but rather techniques on approaching their thinking about teaching, which I know is is yeah. wordy, but one of the things I love telling them is is that like there is nothing that you can do to not have an impact. You can't do it you are going to have an impact better for better or worse. You are going to have some sort mm -hmm. of musical impact. Mm -hmm. And as Christians, we are going to throw seeds period. Now, how many of those seeds we throw, 
I suppose we have we have more control over that. And like you said, you know, like if you want to be blatant about it, then you're throwing lots of seeds, I suppose. But mm. at the same time, um, if you're living mm. your life on any level and you're and you're trying to be conscious about the love of mm. Christ, you mm. are throwing seeds. And and again, I love the I love the, again. I, I don't I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but but like when when the sower in in this particular parable is mentioned, all we know is that is that he threw seeds and off he went. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus tells us about about the nature of of the categories. You know, um, a good ground. What is it? So it's good ground. It's rocky ground. It's thorny ground, and then it's the path. Like so. <laughs> So I suppose it's not well, even, well, not well, even and I think some of it again, some of it's fallen out. So some of it's happening when we don't even know it. Yeah. Some right. It's just happening as we're going. As we're yeah. as we're going by the day. Um and I think that's the thing too. Um now there there was this thing, and I'm sure it's still going around in some places, and I'm sure it'll pop back up. You know, go throughout the world and preach the gospel and if if necessary, use words. Well, th- I like the idea behind that. Uh-huh. However, the the Bible tells us that it is necessary to use words. Uh, how can one believe if he has not heard? How can he hear unless somebody told him? How can he right. tell him unless he's been sent? You know, yeah. Blessed are the feet of those who bring good news, who bring the gospel. So uh, the gospel needs for us to use words. But here's the part that I really like. Our actions reinforce our words. Yeah, they do. Or they should if we're being consistent. And right. so our actions are going to be in line with the gospel. He, he's not going to the supermarket and throwing the seeds in the floor because that's dumb. <laughs> because that's dumb. <laughs> now, don't that's read too stupid. much into that. I'm not saying don't yeah. go to the supermarket and have God conversations. That's not what I'm having saying. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, but you know, it's, it's, it's attentive. It is intentional, but also there's stuff that's that, that's falling out just because, like I think, like David saying, "My cups runneth over." I, cup, I, you know. Dude, I was just thinking that my cup yeah. overfloweth. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, so if it's overflowing, it's getting it's getting it's everywhere. Get, yeah, it's getting everywhere. Yeah. Um. So here's the cool thing too. Uh, I read this. Was reading this just the other day. And again, I'm not going to say that I necessarily agree or disagree with the timeline because that's not what we're talking about today. Right. Um, so they found this really old seed, uh-huh. which they surmised was 32,000 years old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. It's really old. It's That's very, very old on seed. Today. It's a very old so, seed. Yeah. Uh, right. So here's the post. It's all. You're looking <laughs> yeah. at the oldest plant ever to be regenerated, uh, grown from 32,000 year old seeds. A Russian team discovered a seed cache of i can't even pronounce it Celine stenolifla uh, sure. native to siberia yeah, yeah zoom tight you know yeah. buried by an ice age squirrel apparently that's that's very interesting i'm did like scrap, okay. did, dude, yeah, did scrap did apparently scrap apparently put it in there buried the seeds yes uh, i'm like wow <laughs> you know how old it is and you know what buried it okay <laughs> anyway this really <laughs> old seed who what is which have been staying there in stasis, like just waiting right. to germinate. Never did it get to that point until all of these years later. And yeah. now, you know, I'm looking at this little plant that they grew from it. 
right. for this really old seed. Yeah. So, so we don't know. When we share the gospel, when we're sharing Christ, when we're loving in, in Jesus's name, right. and, and when we're doing these things, we don't know that yeah. that eight-year-old kid may be 85, and God just hits him with that. Yeah, and, and, and he goes, I'm I'm yours. I accept. I right. get it. I love you. Now I took my last breath and here I'm in heaven. Yep. Um, yeah. And 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 I think again, it, you know, it 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 just to me it it makes this particular parable really come alive when you when I sit back and think <laughs> that we I think. I think we like as Christians, we we try at least to have a little bit of a little bit or a lot of, depending on who we are, of say as to how and where we plant these seeds, right? What mm -hmm. kind of conversations am I having? When will I be super Christian-y? When will I be less Christian? You know, that kind of stuff. But like what I love about the story is that the sower is just throwing. It's not that the sower is deliberately trying to plant seeds like, like, like as you mentioned, methodology, like I'm not, I'm not walking around only looking for this good ground. I'm just throwing seeds in hopes that it, that these seeds will find good ground. And, and again, like you, you, we don't get to cheat the system <clears throat> And and only look for farmland that has been cultivated to think, oh, dude, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go here and plant my seeds and and I'm going to be able to see or I'll know that my fruit is it's like way it's way more worth my time here than it is somewhere else. I just love the fact that that Jesus sets sets this parable up in in the in the particular state of. Here's what's going to happen. And we don't get to decide what what the state of of the ground is, what the state of the soil is. You know, metaphorically, these people, the, the people that were that are in question, their hearts, their minds, their situations, mm -hmm. the people I have around them. Um, and dude, um, so are you familiar with like the I am second videos? Yeah, I've seen some pretty awesome ones. Yes, yeah. In yeah. listeners, if you don't know what I am second is, you need to go check it out. One of my favorite ones, like I just started bawling. One mm. of my favorite ones was a prostitute. Mm. She had she had been duped into prostitution. She had no idea what was going on. She started getting she started getting pimped and was and was essentially in servitude at that point in time. Mm. And she, 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 I think if I remember right, she was really on the verge of suicide, but didn't know how to get out of it. And she said that she remembered just this one little just I don't know if it's like a Bible story or just a Jesus reference. And in the darkest part of her soul, in the worst part of her life, all she said was, Jesus, if you're there, answer me. Holy crap. And she came out of it. It and like, the seed germinated. Like it, and the seed germinated and right then. The and like, and right? The like, oh my gosh, that's all it took. But it took, it took somebody to just to just throw the seed and i mm -hmm. and again I, I i love and god gives the increase yes god gives the increase i just love the idea if we really focus on the fact that if we are in fact christians and if we're in love with jesus mm -hmm. we can't help but throw seeds and in the moments of throwing seeds 
I think then we get to identify, is God doing something in my life or in somebody else's life through me? And what, you know, like, what are these particular people like, you know? So, so when I say it that way, that if, if that's, if that's like weird or almost sounding kind of shady or whatever listeners, I, um, I told Brad before we started recording the show, I just, I just got done with a very impromptu conversation with a student who had, who had a really deep theological question that I knew for a fact. And I wanted to make sure that she knew that before you leave my office, know that you're still not going to have an answer to this. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Education. Education. That's right. But nonetheless, if, if I, if I think about, Okay, so I have an opportunity. She's coming to me. It's, this is weird. In the, if I'm using the metaphor, the ground in this case, in this case, is asking, "Will you please plant a seed?" Right? Um, she, you know, thinking about this, I would say that that she is most definitely based on the based on the frame of the conversation that we had. She's definitely like, "This is good ground." Mm. But even then, the conversation that we had, I don't know how that how the seed <laughs> that you know that that was planted. How that, as you mentioned, how that's going to germinate. Don't know. Nor, I'm just going to be honest, and I'm really sorry. This is going to sound very stoic, but nor do I care. I mean, I care a lot, but at the same time, because I know I don't, I don't have control of how that seed grows. What matters most is, did I take the opportunity to throw it? Mm. Well, yeah, of course I'm going to take the opportunity to throw it. And, and that leads me to the other point, all right, that yeah. I wanted to make. All right, because sure. I, I said that on relational evangelism side, we can make excuses for not doing non-relational evangelism yeah. um, and, and not presenting these things or, or slowing it. I think on the other side of the equation, when you look at those people who are uh, tending to be more track oriented and more, I'm going to give this to you. And again, nothing wrong with that. Sure. Uh, let's get the gospel out there. But when, we're not having those relationships because I'm already, you know, well, I don't need to invest in anybody. And I'm not just what made me think of, I'm not saying yeah. that you're not investing, but like, sure. so, so there is that aspect too, where we can go, oh, well, I mean, I've already, I've already done it. I'm not going to go talk to the person sitting on the bench because I gave him a track because I gave him a track. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. again, it comes back to, we need to listen to the Holy spirit. Yeah. We need to be in tune with God's spirit. Right. So the guy's changing our hearts. Um, <laughs> you you were talking about a question and walking out with a question. So I feel like I need to share this. I, okay. I was going to, and then I wasn't going to, and now I'm like, oh, now I think I have to. <laughs> um, okay. And it's going to sound silly and it may mean nothing. It's, it's going to mean, it's, it's absolutely going to mean nothing to you. Okay. Um, That's fair. So I love the fact, and, and over the last few years, um, I've noticed more and more. Uh -huh. That Jesus is constantly asking questions. Um, yeah. God is constantly asking questions. Yeah. Um, when people come to him with a question, he'll ask him a question. Or he'll answer with a question. That is or, that was you know, Job's experience firsthand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> on an exponential like, level. And, and Peter and the apostles and all this saw. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. Who do you say? Um, sure. And, and so like I'm reading through all of these, looking through uh I kind of felt the spirit kind of prompt me the other day was something I was praying about was what, what did, what did Jesus say to Peter? What, did, you know, what did Jesus say to Peter? So I'm looking through the scriptures and how many times did Jesus ask Peter her question? Oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Yeah. You know, do you Who love they me? say I am? Do you love me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that to you? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Just, he's, he's, and, and so I, I'm yeah. looking through this. And so just the other day, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, what's your question for me? Mm. What's your question for me? I was, I was like, God, I want you to ask me a question. And, and I know you're probably not going to do it right now because I want you to do it right now. So you're probably not going to do it right now. You're going to okay. do it when I need to hear it. And it's, and, and I'm like, it's probably not going to be what I think it is. And so this morning I had a little bit of a drive and I'm kind of praying, kind of going back and forth in my crazy mind and, and praying. And I, I said something and this question just went right across my mind. Uh -huh. um, why aren't there new mop heads? Now that that means nothing to you, DJ. Why are there not why, new mop heads? Yeah, why aren't there new mop heads? There uh, are that means just absolutely yeah. nothing to you. Probably nothing to anybody else that is listening to this podcast. Yeah, right. But but but, but don't worry, the people. Cool there thing. are in fact new mop heads. You can go buy them. Yeah, but here's sorry. the cool thing. <laughs> the question matters to me, and I'm sure. not going to tell you how because again, it's personal. Yep. It's a personal thing. Yep. It's a personal way that when I was asking, when I was asking God another question that, that I believe that that was God asking me that question <laughs> that means a lot. Yep. And, and I, and right now, maybe later, maybe in a much later episode, I may mesh some of that out and share, um, but, but not on the broadcast right now, but I yep. know exactly yep. so what that means. Eric Metaxas, um, who wrote like uh, he wrote Bonhoeffer biography. He wrote one, uh, one on Martin Luther, which I've never read, but apparently um, he really liked it. He's, he's an author of several, several books, Eric Metaxas, his, his road to salvation uh, really the only way he would be able uh, to, to, to believe in Jesus is if um, Jesus made it abundantly clear to him that he was who he said he was. And in his mind, he never told anybody this, but in his mind, he he envisioned um, a golden fish, which I know sounds completely and utterly random, but what ended up happening is that he said that he had a dream and the dream was that he was fishing, that he pulled up a fish and it was a golden fish. Out of all the other fish to catch, he caught a golden fish. And at that point in time, only to him, he knew that Jesus was explaining to him through his dream that he was who he said he was. And and that's when he that's when he he kind of coined this little phrase um, that um, Jesus speaks and God knows the secret language of his heart of your heart. When Eric had this had this revelation it was abundantly clear to him that again brad for you the idea of why are there not why are there not any any new mop heads to to to, to metaxas it was it was this jesus is the golden fish and so um and what I love, what you know, so not only what I love about the interaction of the individuality of how of how Christ interacts with us in our heart and our mm -hmm. mind, but also, like that's a story that you get to share with other people that is very specific to you, that will contribute to the evidence 
of God working in our lives. And so, um, uh, yeah, like, yeah, all that to say, Brad, the, the idea that we are the sowers and are responsible for spreading the seed period. And what, and again, what I love is that we don't have an op, we don't have, we don't have an option in that. There's no way that you can get out of it. Um, no matter what you do, you are actually going to spread seed. I think there are people that, that, that probably split spread more. I think there are people that that are more outspoken than, than, than others, but still nonetheless, you can't get away from those who sow sparingly will reap sparingly kind of thing. Like, so I think we're encouraged to up the game uh, with intentionality. Um, so Look, try to hit the good ground. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Looking try to for the, the good, good ground. ground. Yeah, and try to help. Uh, and I think too, try to help cultivate the good ground. Yeah, yeah, and, really- yeah. And that's and that's true. Like the more that you, the more that you spread, the more that you spread the seed, the more that you share with with people the gospel. <laughs> and when I say the gospel, I mean you. You it could be just an outright. Let me tell you about Jesus, but it could also be just the relationship that you have and people seeing the evidence of Jesus in your life, which is not a cop-out. It's Mm -hmm. not a cop-out. If you don't do anything about it, I suppose it might be, but like Mm -hmm. the fact that one of the attractions of the Christian life is not us talking about Jesus. One of the attractions of the Christian life is how Jesus changes our lives Mm -hmm. and people see the evidence of the change. And so as you share, you yeah, like I love what you just said, Brad. Like cu- help cultivate the help cultivate the good ground because you may very well you may very well be talking to somebody who who is who is thorny ground. They may not know it, but the more that they are in relationship with you, the more that the more that God is changing the 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 um, what is it the the fertileness the fertile mm-hmm. ground you know like fertility. like I don't know I don't know fertility of the ground yeah yeah. I think it's a weird word, a word that we use with, with the ground. <laughs> yeah, but ground's got a great fertility. Yeah, but nonetheless, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. But like the more the more that God is changing the ground to accept a seed that will then, in fact, be you know, um, yeah. um, take root. It, so. And I think you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I think it's worth just mentioning out just for a minute. Do it. Yeah. All right. You don't know. Because sometimes that soil may look stony, and it ain't. And sometimes oh, dude, it may look deep, fertile. Man. I can dig that. Yeah. Sometimes it may look fertile, and it ain't. And it's not. And Oof. and so uh, you get back to the wheat and the tares there too. And yeah, and you know, again, very agri- agrarian, 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 very agrarian culture. <laughs> um, yeah. And Jesus is speaking to them in ways that they understand. Yep. And yet sometimes they didn't and because they were blinded. Um, yeah. And even Peter goes, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I don't think we did. You, what do you mean? What I do you mean, mean we did? I'm like, yes. Thank you, Peter. Peter asked the question we were all asking, like, huh, what does that mean, Jesus? Yeah. And then and, Jesus told yeah. Peter and, and told the rest of us too at the same time. And, and you know, it's okay for you to ask a stupid question and Jesus look at you and and you, and he say how much longer do i have to be with you yeah and then he and then his compassion will take over and he'll yeah. explain you know but, and, <laughs> and i love i love this too though cuz so let me be a little bit honest 
I'm driving down the road and I that question. And I was like, that's the question. Like, again, I know exactly what it means. Like, I know. But I'm like, that's not the question. That's not. Not the level of question. I wanted a prettier question. You know, I wanted wanted a not (laughs) mop head question. God, I I would like, I'd like to give this question back. Uh, And and I'd prefer that you resubmit. Yeah. Have a different one. Oh, that's this funny. This one was for someone. No, 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 it's for me. Okay. Yeah. I well, know. Brad, I have I been know. wanting, I have been wanting to talk about this, this topic for a while. And I'm glad that we did that today. Um, we'll call it, let's, let's, let's bring this one to a close listeners. As always, you know how to connect with us via Instagram or Facebook group. You can always email me and Brad menchurchstuff at gmail.com. But listeners, we love that you love our show. Share our show, rate and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but Brad and I actually prayed uh, before before recording this show. Guys, we really just simply hope that that our hearts just simply, if anything else, just edify you. But to be quite honest, I mean, me and Brad, well, shoot, we get a ton out of this. Um, but we do. We love that you love our show. Share our show with people that you love. Share our show with people that you know. Um, you can try sharing our show with people you don't know, I suppose. That might go over well. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> we haven't got business cards just yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't have business cards. No, no, no. But go Brad, to the store and you have to get some <laughs> markers and make them up yourself. <laughs> That's funny. Brad, Please do. everybody. Please send us pictures. Yeah, please do that. Yeah, send us pictures. Send us pictures of, of business cards that you have made on our behalf, and and the and the jankier that they are, the more bonus points you get. Oh yeah. So, Brad, I love you, buddy. <laughs> Listeners, we'll catch you next time. Yeah.